Hello, you are listening to More Wine Please with your host, Amber Mack. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast episode five. Every time I say the number of the episode that we're on, I get truly amazed and proud. I'm proud that you're here listening. I'm proud that I'm sitting here talking. Just this whole journey is just so exciting and I couldn't be happier. So welcome back. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, welcome. What have you been doing all this time? And if it's your first time after this podcast, I would suggest going ahead and subscribing, leaving a nice little review, and then listening to the other ones because I'll be trying to drop some gems on here. So I'm so happy that you made it, and I'm so happy for everybody that has come back. Um, Really, 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 really appreciate all the love that I get every week on my podcast. So thank you so much, and we are five episodes in, you guys. Um, Before I go into any type of topic or anything at all, I just want to have a quick um, moment of silence. Moment, excuse me, a moment of silence for um, Chadwick Bosman. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, as you guys know, he did pass away um, last week uh, because of uh, cancer. And um, I just really, you know, he played a superhero and he made his mark in the world. And I just think that, you know, we all just need to take a moment and a moment of silence for him. And yeah, so let's just get a moment of silence in real quick. Okay. So, yes, I had to start my podcast with that because um, truly, when celebrities pass away, a lot of times it's kind of, I don't know, it, it kind of makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Not that, well, deaf in general, I don't know about you guys, but it makes me uncomfortable a little bit. But um, it's just like they work so hard to get where they're at. And then at the end of the day, they leave, they leave their mark and they leave their legacy and and family and loved ones and children and all that. But it's almost like everything that they work for, they leave behind, but it's, it, it's not with any meaning. All the hard work that he put in while he was alive went to something bigger and he helped his community. He helped kids. He became a superhero. And I think that's what we all should strive to become is in the little bit of time that we are granted here, because we all have an expiration date, of course. The little bit of time that we're here, we make it a moment. We make it monumental. We make it worth something. Um, I think today's generation lacks that a little bit. And I am a part of today's generation, unfortunately. I'm a part of the older. I'm a part of the millennium that... Um, I'm a millennial. I claim that. I'm the millennial that was around when Singular was around. If you are listening to this and you were around when Singular was around, give yourself a hand clap of praise because we did not have a keyboard when we were texting. We had to be patient and click, 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 click through. And 
we, if you had dial-up or if you had AOL or any of those, give yourself a hand clap of praise because you had to (laughs) wait. One, no one could be on the house phone for you to be on the internet and you had to wait for that shit to dial up in order for you to use the internet. So with that being said, um, I think that my topic for today, actually, that kind of was a great segue. My topic for today is all about patience. And this is something that I'm learning majority as a mother. (laughs) I'm learning patience because I have a two year old. So it's a little challenging, but, um, I wanted to kind of focus I wanted to kind of focus on patience because I do think, like I just said, I think in today's generation with these TikTokers, mind you, I'm not that old. I'm, I'll be 28 in November, but I don't understand TikTok. I'm not a TikToker. I came from MySpace. <laughs> so I've just evolved with the, with the times, but now it's getting a little bit more complicated. I can't keep up. So, um, but I think now... Everything is so quick. Everything's so fast. Everything's so fast paced from the internet, dot the speed. We don't even have dial up speed, how quickly you can get information from one person to the next person. I think all of those things contribute to a type of lifestyle that makes you feel like you have to be moving at a certain pace or you have to be moving fast or it feels like you have to be doing certain things in order to be in a certain place. And I remember that, um, Mind you, I just said I'm 28. <laughs> I'll be 28. Excuse me. I'm 27. When I turned 25, I had my daughter. And I ha- it was all these things that I hadn't accomplished yet. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so far behind. I'm so far behind. And I think that our g- these generations in our society almost makes it feel like you have to rush your your time. Because you only get one life. You get one. That's it. So the precious time that you have, I think everyone is so busy moving fast and trying to get the golden ticket all the time that we're not even savoring in the moments that we should be. Even down to simply taking pictures. Like when I go out, but you know, before COVID, and I've gone out a few times since, but when I go out, I maybe take my phone out a couple times. I take a few pictures and then I genuinely enjoy my time and I genuinely enjoy people around me. And I don't feel like I have to rush my time and I got to hurry up and take a picture. I got to, you know, I, I actually bask in the moment that I'm having with the people that I'm around. So, and not everything deserves to be on Instagram. And I remember reading something that said, don't let social media or any for instance, make you feel like you're not moving at the pace that you're supposed to be moving at, that you're not moving as fast as you should be moving. And I'm just here to tell you that everybody's journey is different. Um, And this could be in career. This could be with family. This could be financial. Um, Tyler Berry just became a billionaire. He lived in his car. I'm sure there were times where he felt like I should be way further than I am. This, what is going on? This is crazy. 
But we have to sit back and remember that this is all a part of the journey and we really have to be patient in that. But because we have social media, because we have Wi-Fi, because we have all these different things to our disposal and we're seeing all these different things and all these things happening for different people. I have friends who are very are married and excelling in their careers and things like that. And there's things that I'm doing well in, too. But we have to as a collective, remember that, you know, everything is not a race. I'll get married and, you know, buy a home and be financially stable when the time is right for me versus it may have happened for somebody already. And that's great. And that might be their journey. We don't know. I have to continuously tell myself, you don't know what someone's going through or what someone is going to go through because it's life. Challenges come with it. So you don't know what people are going through or what they're going to go through, even though they may have all of these things. You just have to trust your journey and be patient with your journey. And patience is hard. Trust me. Patience is tough. And because especially if you're constantly working on something, working on your craft, working on a business, working on a family, all of those things, we have to remember that it just takes time and we cannot rush it. And I remember um, someone told me, I think one of my homegirls told me, like, you're trying to rush a process and you're not even taking in what you're doing and where you've come from and how far you've gotten. And I really took heed to that because I'm like, you're right. Like I'm always chasing what I think, where I think I should be at by now. I'm always trying to put a date or a number on something, but you just can't. As long as you're walking in your purpose and you're patient in your purchase purpose, excuse me, it'll come to you. And I feel like that patience piece is what we are lacking all around, like not just myself, not just anybody specific. I think as a collective, we're lacking patience all around because we have so many things to our disposal that we can get real quick. Um, It's just like going to college. I mean, We go to college and we literally, I went to college for five years. It took me five years to get my degree. But my mind state was never, there was times when I saw other people graduating, other people getting their degrees before me and I was a year behind and I was just sitting there like, man, that should have been me. I should be getting my degree right now. But at the end of the day, I still got my degree. It just took me a little bit longer. That, and that doesn't discredit any of the work that I've done. That doesn't discredit what I, where I've gone and who I've met and things that I've experienced. It just says, hey, your journey was a little bit longer. There's also in the instance where I work in corporate America and I am in the, the top person in my store. There's other people that aren't quite there yet. And that doesn't mean that I'm any more than them or my journey was any faster than them. That's just how it was meant to play out for me. So I have to, and myself, I'm guilty of this. I have to constantly remind myself that just be patient. It will come. I I think a lot of times, like I said, we're just rushing it. And I always have to tell myself, be patient, Amber. It's going to come to you. It's going to happen. You know, 
And I think that's where discouragement kind of comes in. And and discouragement is is patience kryptonite, if we're being, you know, honest. Patience kryptonite is discouragement. Why? Because when you're discouraged, you will quit. You will stop. And when you stop, your patience stops. Because what are you being patient for? You're not doing anything. You've stopped yourself. The art of learning patience and being patient with your journey is even when you feel discouraged, even when you feel like you're not seeing the the light or the silver lining or anything, even when those things are not working in your favor, you still keep going. Because that means that that's what's meant for you. And I think that's the piece that on a day-to-day basis, we all need subtle reminders of. And I'll always say probably in every podcast that the people you keep around you are very important. And I think relationships people are very important to your growth they're very important to where you go in life not necessarily saying that you have this person around because they can put you on but even your mind state having I, I say I've pretty much I think I've said this in every podcast having the wrong people in your circle will stunt your growth It will stunt your growth. It will stunt your patience. It will stunt your purpose if those people are not meant to be a part of your journey. I have friends that I'm very patient with because I love them dearly and I care about them. Actually, all of my friends. I love them dearly and I care about them. So I'm patient with them. I'm patient with their journey. And when they're frustrated, I listen to them. Just like when I'm frustrated, they listen to me. When discouragement creeps in, they give you that extra push to go. Those are the people that you need and those help with your patience. Same with parenting. If there's any parents listening and you have a glass of wine, please take a sip. because, uh, And it doesn't even matter how old your child is. It's hard. (laughs) Parenting is hard, and there's no playbook. You can read as many books, you can watch as many YouTube videos. There's no playbook on how to do it the right way. And I I know that Winter, my daughter, is supposed to be a part of my journey because she's teaching me patience. She may not be teaching me patience in when it comes to my career or um, my creative space and the things that I do, but the way that she teaches me patience helps me apply it to Those things because she's a two year old. So even if you have a 13 year old, nine year old, any of those ages, they're evolving. So you have to be patient. So when you have a two year old that throws a temper tantrum in the middle of the store, yes. Do I want to whoop her? Yes. Do I? No. We call it pop pop. But I'm learning that. She's doing what she's supposed to be doing. A two-year-old, she's a two-year-old is doing exactly what she. Two-year-olds are supposed to throw temper tantrums. Now, are they supposed to become comfortable with doing having temper tantrums? Absolutely not. But they're gonna do them because that's what they they're learning. They've been on Earth for two years, so I've been recently realizing that I'm learning patience. Just like my daughter is not a morning person. So when I wake her up in the morning, I'm not a morning person, so I know she got that from me. (laughs) But when I wake her up in the morning, she's very 
and no, like it's very, it's, it's okay. Why do you think my podcast is called more wine, please? I mean, <laughs> I got a lot going on, but anyways, she's, she doesn't want me to get her dressed. She's crying. She's fussy. She just wants me to hold her, but we have to get ready for the day. And lately, in a way, as frustrating as it is, she's been teaching me patience because I all I do is take a deep breath and I walk her through it. It's okay. I know. I want to go back to bed too. Let's get dressed. Here, let's watch this while we get dressed. Things like that. And I've noticed that the more I become patient with her, the more I'm starting to become patient with other things in throughout my life. Because the energy that I save not getting so bent out of shape with her, I can apply it to other things. And then even when those things don't go my way, the energy that I save to try to make a way or fix it, I mean, patience preserves energy. And energy helps you build on what you're being patient about. So I think we underestimate how important it is to be patient, how important it is to not get so frustrated or irritated when things aren't necessarily working in our favor. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to have days where you're going to become frustrated. You're going to become discouraged. You're going to have all those negative feelings. But don't ever let that knock you off your block. Don't ever let that be your deterrent for not being what you're supposed to be and for not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's just the reality. I, as a creator, as an inspiring influencer, deal with it every day. And it's a journey. I'm not... In no way, shape, or form am I preaching that I'm the most patient person on earth because I'm not. But you have to be open. It's not even that you have to be patient or in any case in life. It's that you have to be open to wanting to be more patient, wanting to be more forgiving, wanting to be more of the things that you that would make you a better person. So it's almost just like I'm not patient and I struggle with it and I'm working on it, but I'm willing to work on it. If that's what it's going to take for me to walk in my purpose and walk in my journey or be successful or even just to be a better person, to be a better friend, to be a better significant other, to be a better leader. Patience falls in line with all of those things. And we have to in patience, it stops. It, it makes you stop and think about what is going on. And how you're reacting. And maybe if you're in some tough situations, maybe you need to step back, reevaluate it, see if it's worth your energy, see if it's worth your patience. You may be in a relationship that's just not worth it. And your patience has run low. You can't take it. If your patience has gotten to that point, then it's not, it might not be for you. You have to look at the signs, just like my daughter us battling every morning it may be tough in that moment but when I think about it it's a lesson right there it's a lesson in it it's a lesson of patience so we have to one slow down and be open and wanting to to do have certain attributes and, and be better and be more patient. And, and we'll see. And once we do that, we'll see the results of your labor, the fruits of your labor. 
And um, I know my favorite person always tells me the story of the tortoise and the hare. Like, of course, I tell him, you know, I'm really frustrated, X, Y, and Z. And he tells me the story. He doesn't tell me the story, but he always brings up the tortoise and the hare. And, you know, the hare, of course, was really, really fast. And the tortoise was slow. And although the tortoise was slow, he was slow, like slow and steady wins the race. Like, we have to understand that people that are getting instant gratification and instant success, those successes don't last long because they haven't built on anything. But if you're patient in your journey, if you're patient in what you're trying to accomplish, you've built on something. You have, even if it takes you five years to get to where you want, you have five years of work. You have built yourself a portfolio. You have built yourself connections. You have built yourself a network in in regards to whatever it is. If it's your family, you have five years of love, struggles, can we do this? Can we work this out? Can we be together? You know, you, you've built all that up. So it's harder for things to crash when you've put so much time and effort and energy into it. But if you haven't put that much time and energy into it and you're just getting it quick, fast, know that hopefully not. But there is the risk of it may not work out the way you thought it was because maybe that wasn't supposed to be maybe that wasn't a part of your purpose but you wanted it so bad and so fast that you got it but it may not be a permanent thing and so these are things that this is just my inner thoughts that I go through every day that I tell myself every day because yes it's hard it is tough It is tough in anything. It doesn't matter what you're doing in life. It is hard. But if you have patience, if you're willing to work at it, if you're willing to learn, you'll be fine. But because we are come, I think I think anybody who's like a anybody born before 95, no offense to anybody (laughs) if you're listening. But I think anybody born before, I won't even say that. I think anybody born after the 90s have will have a little bit, it'll be a little bit more challenging. Because, I mean, if you're like me, you came from MySpace days, honey. We used to build our pages. Now you just post a picture and that's it. <laughs> But we used to have to build our entire page from scratch. If you think about it, we knew coding at freaking 12 with a MySpace, you know? (laughs) We put in codes. We found templates or found layouts that we liked. You know, I don't know about y'all, but my I had... Um, when I first started my MySpace, I had the TI background. It was black and gold. And then I had the reigning letters that said, I love TI. Because at the time, I was really in love with TI. And I had the reigning letters. And then I'm sure, I know I had what you know about that as my song. I built that. That was my MySpace page. And I built that. But we used to sit on our computers all night. Boom. If you're like me and you used to use LimeWire... Now we won't we won't say nothing about that because it was illegal. It was very much illegal. But uh, don't act like I was the only one. So if you use LimeWire 
even live mixtapes, like anything pertaining to music. Now you just get on Apple Music, boom, the CD's there. You ain't got to download it. You just add it. It's in your library. If you're like me and you come from the LimeWire days, we had to search it. Hope it was the right one, because if it wasn't, y'all know it was that Bill Clinton thing. Y'all know. Now, I know y'all know. If y'all feel me on this one, take a sip of your wine or give me some snaps or something, because we've all been there. So, you know, we. my point in saying all of that was we really had to go out, search, look, download. Like, we really had to put in effort to get what we wanted. And, and nowadays, although I do like, don't get me wrong, I love Apple Music. It's so much easier and legal. But now everything's quick. So the patience that I once had to go ahead and search and do that, now I don't. But because I've developed that, because I've had that skill, now anytime I need to look up something, it's very easy for me to research something. It's very, but ask, ask someone who's currently in high school to research something, it will irk the shit out of them if they can't find it right away. Or maybe they will be able to find it right away because everything is at our disposal. But I'm just saying I appreciate how I grew up and where I've come from because even down to texting, bro, I got to click three times to get the C, the letter C. Come on now. It, it takes a different kind of person. <laughs> it takes different kind of people to have text through that time. I mean, sending t- paragraph love letters and whatnot, you know? So to have gone through that, we lose ourselves and we lose our patience. But knowing that we have that background and it's instilled in us already, you just have to reach in and find it. There's hope. There's hope. And I know so many people who are just losing patience, frustrated, you know, have those days, including myself. But it'll it it will always come back to you, especially if it's a learned skill. It'll always come back to you. So my main thing for today's podcast is just if there's anybody listening that is struggling with a endeavor, a relationship, anything that you're passionate about that is a part of your journey, is a part of you, please, please know, one, prayer does wonders, and I'm learning that, and please, please know that just be patient. It's Please, I tell myself every day, it's coming. It's going to come. It's going to come. Whatever I'm looking for, whatever I'm working towards, it'll come. Just be patient. Just be patient. And then what will help you exercise your patience is what will help you be more patient is exercising patience every day in your everyday life. And I think once you start doing that right there, that's the key. It's like not just being patient with one thing, but exercising patience all around you'll see a dramatic difference. And even if there's no difference in your numbers or whatever you're measuring, or, you know, you're being patient, but you guys still aren't married yet, you'll see a difference in things. Maybe you guys aren't married yet, but it's going to happen sooner because you've been patient and your relationship is better. There's no arguments. There's no nothing like that. Maybe your child is listening to you more because you're being patient with them and you're not getting upset with them. So it's just like if you implement it and it starts to become a habit, things will start to change and it'll become 
better and brighter. You just got, you just have to get there. You just have to get to that point. And it's, it's a work in progress, but if you're willing to do the work and you're willing to be a better person and better for whatever situation you may be conquering, then you got it. And no one can take that from you. What's meant for you will be meant for you. But patience is at the backhand of everything. And I'm a firm believer in that. Firm believer. So if y'all felt that sermon right there, and no, I'm joking. Are any of y'all watching um, P-Valley? If you are, I just, my favorite character on there is Uncle Clifford. And I think it's just because he is so, he don't let nothing get in his way. And he is so firm. He stands firm in his word. He is a diva. He just, like, uh, I think we all need an Uncle Clifford in our life, period. If we aren't, we need to either be the Uncle Clifford in someone else's life or we need one in our life. But I just, I'm, I, I've been watching Pete Valley. I'm, I'm ready for the, the season finale. I'm a little scared to see what's going to happen. But I've just been talking about it with people. And I'm just like, hey, like his attitude is everything. Him and Mercedes even, their attitudes, what they embody, their strength. I, I admire that. So, if you can be an Uncle Clifford to somebody, be that. And if you need one, find that, okay? <laughs> I just had to plug that in there because I love that show. Okay, I love that show. But that is all I have for today's podcast. I hope something that I said resonated with you. I hope something that I said maybe made you want to think a little deeper about some things, maybe want to change some things, um, or even just it was just something you needed to hear to just kick back up where you left off. Sometimes it takes that much. So um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listened all the way through. Thank you to anybody who continues to listen every week. I truly appreciate the support. Um, Just be great, man. Everybody just go out there and be great. Be patient. Do you. And that's all I have. I never know. I say this every time, but I never know how to end these things because I'm like, uh, even though it's just me in a room by myself, I'm like, okay, yeah. (laughs) No, but for real, if you guys have a glass of wine, you guys know that I don't do drinking and driving. So hopefully if you are sitting at home with your glass of wine, take a sip. And if you've already been sipping, pour some more wine, please, and take another sip for me. And I'm your host. Amber Mack, and I will talk to you in my next podcast. Bye.